The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. Coming up on the show, we've got uh, Mickey P. Kerr, who will be joining us uh, to promote his new song, Leeds Oddity. But first, the week began with Leeds demolishing Newcastle 5-2. As most great things that happen, it only served to get our hopes up. (laughs) We sing about it enough, but we certainly got our ups and downs this week. The one good thing to come out of it, the new strain of cunts on Twitter. <laughs> Vociferous, frothing at the mouth, enraged at the praise for leads by Tyler and Neville. No more outspoken was dogging connoisseur and wife-beating enthusiast Stan Collymore, whose brain went into meltdown as he tried to combine maths and punditry as he claimed, I don't care if you score 100 goals, conceding 30 after 14 is poor. I don't know, Stan. Winning 7-2 every game sounds pretty good to us. <laughs> And also not beating up women. Yeah. Also, pretty good. General rule, that one. Try that one. Um, More heartbreak on the pitch. Saw the Leeds women lose a 1-0 lead to an 84th minute equaliser and 98th minute winner. It was left to the under-23s, a team which included a youthful Pablo Hernandez alongside Perveda, Roberts and Costa to restore some pride with a 7-1 smothering of Fulham. At least all that set-piece work paid off as... It was a week of headers and goals from corners. And in non-Leeds related news, 2020, that most generous of years, gave us two early Christmas presents, a new strain of COVID and an early taste of Brexit as lorries piled up on the border. This prompted a new reality show, Plague Island. It's a bit like Love Island, except everyone's ugly and the only food left is the rats. I've got to interject. I've been to the Isle of Wight and it was nothing like that, Donis. That's a, a slight on a beautiful island. It's just for low people. That's why we're in related, holidays there. In related news, Boris Johnson is a fucking cunt. Hey! The, the single. Yeah. The single. It, it's currently eighth yes. in the Christmas chart. Come on, we can do it. Meanwhile, we've penned our own lyrical reworking, especially for converted Brexiteers. So this one goes out to you, Tory voters. Last Christmas, I gave you my vote. But the very next day, you fucked the country. This year, to save us from tears, I'll read before I form an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Another one. Another one. It's not going to happen. My name's Adonis, you know me as the Adelix on Twitter, and I guess, at Riot Badger, are you? That... <laughs> you can follow me, I can't say I'm back to you. Not until Christmas <laughs> Eve, boys. Can't speak to you, because I no. called Matt Hancock a used Jorex looking clunge. I mean, that's not even that bad, is it? I think it's because I wish that he'd fall up every third step and stub his toe on every piece of furniture for the rest of his existence. I think the algorithm's gone... This guy's wanted him to fall downstairs. Not <laughs> violent. No, I just wished mild inconvenience on the twat. But, you know, still, seven days. Can you imagine the feet of steel you would have if you uh, calloused up your <laughs> feet? That big time, <laughs> and our man on the post, Mr. Ross Bell. Hello. I'm still on Twitter. I'm not banned. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Should be banned yeah. in tribute. Come on. Say something to Matt Hancock. <laughs> Come out swinging, Ross. Go on. Go down swinging. So how's everybody? Good, How mate. are you? Good, yeah. I'm housebound. I'm unemployed. We're losing 6-2 to Man United. So it's fucking wonderful at the minute. You are? I haven't watched the Man U game yet. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Spoilers. Is it, it didn't we, go won to we won 6-2. We won 6-2. Yeah, you, you're really going to... Uh, I, I think re-watching the full 90. Yeah. Oh, they I score, can't wait for that. <laughs> They score a no, couple of it? early goals. I'll give, I'll give, I'll give you that. Oh. But just get through it because we score the next six. six. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. No wonder Gary Neville's been really uh, complimentary of us in press. I didn't realise because I've, I've been off Twitter. I ain't seen him. So. We even scored from a corner. No, Fancy nah, that. Are you joking? No. Liam Cooper. What? Liam Cooper. Oh my god. Um, 
Calvin's second half, I reckon, were decent in the second half, yeah. He was definitely hey. they were clicky, midfield dynamo's Mariner. <laughs> that header came off Cooper's head like a fucking firework. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good header. Why can't we do that more often? Seems like a good plan to score headers from corners. I think the first two goals in the under-23 game were headers from corners. It's, it's, like it's been coached. It's found his level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tyler Roberts found his level. It's uh, under-23s, and that's as far as it can go. Yay. Strength in so, depth. Mm. Never mention the, the scum game ever again. Am I right? No, I think, Am I right, I fellas? Think, I think we should. I think <laughs> the really important thing to look at is if you had, if we'd lost 6-2 to Man City and we had the same performance, if you swapped the teams around, so we lost 6-2 to Man City and we performed the same way, but we drew one all with Man United and performed the same way that we did in the City game, we wouldn't have half of the problems that we're seeing now. We wouldn't have half of the flouncing, the screaming, the Bielsa out-isms. And it's, it's just because it's the red shite. That's all yeah. it is. And we need mm. to get over that. That What we need to do is survive and think of the, the players that we'd be able to attract have Bielsa in the Premier League playing this sort of football survived and consolidated and we'll beat him next year I don't even care if the beat is at Ellen Road now if we stay up we will attract the players that will absolutely destroy that team next year yeah as much as they're a shambles they are they're annoyingly quite good if they win their game in hand there'll be two points beyond Liverpool yeah yeah that's good that's good going annoyingly but yeah we yeah. are 14th 17 points I'm, I'm more than happy with that we are one point off of our expected uh, goal uh, expected points at this stage so and we've achieved Didn't more work. points than both other promoted teams put together <laughs> so let's uh, take the rough with us smooth yeah it sucks we lost but we went we we still went down fighting we still went and played as game we still tried to get out of them even at 6-2 hmm. so I think there's a lot that we can take out of that yeah, Dallas scored the best goal of the game. So, I mean, we win on the playground. There's, there's no replays of it anywhere. No. <laughs> so, like it didn't really happen. No. We're two goals away from Norwich's goal scored total. Oh, right. <laughs> we'll get that one will be fine. Yeah. We're, I think we're 81% of the, the way to their, their total points. Jesus Christ. Year. I mean, they found their level boss in the championship and they'll come yeah. back next year and get relegated again. It's what they do. But, yeah, I mean, all... They've made a lot of money out of doing that. Yes, That's their business yeah. model. So... Yeah, I mean, we've got minus six goals this season. I'm, I'm quite impressed with that considering some of the batterings we've had. Yeah. Not bad. You've also got to remember that luck is always against us. Like we, I Very rarely do I remember a time when we've been lucky. You know, there was the roof handball... Goal. Um, yeah. We never, we rarely ever get a break. I mean, if 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 you look at that game against Arsenal, for example, or, or the Crystal Palace one, I mean, those goals at Palace, they were just flying in. I mean, the Costa one was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll get us luck eventually. Hmm. And we need to so. have a decent Christmas though, because um, I don't want to lose against West Brom. No. Because the first thing that Twitter gloits will say is, oh, well, he's been outcoached by Allardyce. Mm. And I can't deal with Nigel in my mentions. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he can't mute mentions. <laughs> oh, <dear>. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I looked at somebody, I can't remember who posted it. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about all these references. We do our best to credit other people in the, in the credits. Um, but we've had the second hardest run of, of fixtures so far, mm. essentially. So Arsenal have had the worst, the, the hardest hardest run. So this is points per game. Yeah. So your opponent's points per game, basically. Yeah. And the other thing about Scum is since they got Bruno Fernandes, they are top of the league. I mean, he's like their Cantona, isn't he? Yeah. We should have got him. At least we would have had him for a season. And won the league, <laughs> and then we could have sold it, so, so, sold him to to them lot. In an alternate <laughs> universe, that call that um, they made to Big Kev while he was signing for us, he he turned his head and he went to sign for them, and they yeah. were relegated that season. <laughs> so, I'd, I you know I just think about that alternate universe and think about it. Yeah, just just <laughs> replying to all Man United's alternate universe tweets with Crymore and reassured <laughs> and Banter Club. So. 
I don't follow do any t- Man United fans on Twitter, and it's, it's such a nice place to be a lot of the time because mm. I don't ever see any of their nonsense. I follow one, and he's pretty uh, two actually, and they're pretty level-headed, and you can talk about football to him. I don't deal with the extremists. <laughs> yeah, I can't deal with. Them. So speaking of investment and players' investment, I believe Danny Mills was <laughs> talking to Football Insider again. So can we have the latest from Mr. Mills? Yeah, Danny Mills update. That's another 150 million is the headline. Exclusive. Mills reacts to huge Leeds investment reveal. Um, Exclusive. Yeah, I mean, I can read all this in minutes. There's nothing to it at all. Uh, Danny Mills then has insisted the fine start Leeds United have made to life back in the Premier League is the reason why the 49ers want to invest 50 million to the club. Speaking exclusively to Football Insider correspondent Connor Whitley, the former Whites and England fullback, claim the club's value will soar by another 150 million, as he now expects they stay up this season. Cheers, Danny. Because Danny Mills is the fucking expert in football finance. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's he's an insider. He's yeah. not even an expert in football. <laughs> Some of the fucking opinions he comes out, that's from his bedside cabinet phone again, isn't it? It's like, on, uh... there's, there's two fantastic quotes coming up now. Right, Go maybe on. now, with 17 points on the board, they're on the way to safety and another season in the Premier League. That's another 150 million. Once fans come back, you can add that add to that revenue as well. Cheers, Danny. Well done. This one's the best one. Suddenly, it all becomes good investment, whether all that money is just to buy shares. Where it goes after that, we'll have to wait and see. I love it. I love it. So I'm fine. Every week. <laughs> it's an armor in his world. In his world, financial investment of £150 million comes from yeah. looking at the league term and going, you know what? Leeds aren't doing too bad. Probably probably right. <laughs> you know what? Leeds are doing too bad. Let's give them £150 million. Um, no, it's structured. It's structured investment, isn't it? And it's been planned all along. It's not looked, not looked and thought, oh, they've done all right. We'll give them some money. Yeah. Yeah, so their plan is to buy the whole club eventually. It's just the next step in that plan, I think. Danny I just Mills love the way he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he retracts everything he said. At the end, of, it's like his catchphrase. Yeah. He's got his etch a sketch. He's drawn a beautiful picture. That's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Just that again. And the the other thing I, I noticed about that was was the sort of the the depth of analysis that he's gone into. You know, he's taken into account you know the the fluctuating financial markets due to due to COVID and uh, and and Brexit. <laughs> He, says, he hasn't just picked a number out of his ass or anything. He said, you've got the new TV deal there, but you have to remember that wages have gone up. More insight there from Danny Mills. And more from Danny Mills on water being wet. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be back but, next week. But but maybe it's not, you know. It, it depends. It could be frozen. It could be evaporated. Who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. And, and next season, that Leeds could be buying players. Or they could be selling them. Or they could be doing either. Or both. Yeah, we'll, we'll just have, have to wait and wait see. And see. <laughs> I can't wait for his one Christmas day when he exclusively reveals what players have for Christmas dinner. <laughs> no, it'll be like, the Queen might do a speech. She might not. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. <laughs> oh, he's good value for that place. <laughs> it's like when they go, you know, on FIFA, when they go to Jeff for a new yeah. and it's the most obvious thing. He smashed his elbow into 5,000 pieces, but he's a tough cookie. He'll carry on. Yeah. It's basically Danny Mills. Okay. Um, any other news? Plague Island? You want to talk about that? Well, let's. Well, I Christmas South was... Coast, which is where this new kind of, the new super plague is coming from. So I'm looking forward to, looking forward to being locked down again in a couple of weeks' time, probably. I may Have just you... swim to the Isle of Wight. I can see it from my house. It's not really that far. You got your Swiss Army knife ready and your your first egg kit. You got a uh, yeah. bag, a I've bag packed and good to go. A wooden spoon. There we go. You're gonna bash the zombies to yeah. death with your wooden spoon. They're all old zombies on the Isle of Wight, so it's fine. They won't be very mobile. So it's just, yeah, just, just go for the hip replacement with a spoon. Sorry. Take their walkers out. They're fine. <laughs> Come on, you Zimmer zombie bastards. <laughs> Yeah, so first he cancelled Christmas. Yeah, and no, I mean, boo. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then um, Europe cancelled Britain. Yep, 
It's good that the the best bit that I saw about all this was a tweet where somebody said um, Sainsbury's are saying that we're going to struggle to get imports of certain veg, <clears throat> so lettuce leaves, things like that. And somebody went, "It's lucky I use my local local greengrocer then, isn't it?" <laughs> where do you fucking think they get them from? It's not from the allotment. You can't. Oh. It's got a lettuce tree in the garden. And this this it, by it, Britain movement is yeah. really uh, is really going to have an extreme test. And that wonderful woman that said to me that she was going to buy British and I'm going to get myself a Triumph motorbike. They're made in fucking Thailand, you idiot. There's nothing made in the UK anymore. We import everything. We export nothing apart from fish and we're trying to not do that and shoot herself in the foot. It's fucking stupid. And I'm going to go, on, sorry, I'll... I like I like some of the, uh, the, the buy British uh, hashtag is great because of the amount of people that are trolling it. Buy British oranges and bananas, you traitors! Right now, <laughs> I, I think the best bit <laughs> that people have got so used to getting certain fruit and veg like around the year because we import it from we basically follow the sun. So things like peppers, tomatoes, and things like that cannot be grown in our climate. If you try to grow peppers in this climate, the tiniest pepper you have ever seen will die. And then that's it, you're done. And people are going to be like, it'll get to November, and it's like, why are there only turnips and carrots and potatoes here? Where's my tomatoes and my lettuce? And yeah. it's because you don't understand how veg works. Look at the packet, look where it's come from, you pricks. I like Tesco's. They've got big, massive British carrots on the thing and a tiny little bit at the bottom grown in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> I want more carrots to be but British. Don't want any of these Spanish infidels coming over and giving us their root veg. I just don't don't think it's right. I voted Brexit to be Brexit, and I don't want exotic veg. This character sounds extremely hipster. <laughs> I don't want any lactose in my latte. I just want oatly. Like um, coconut milk because like it don't taste as good as it. And 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 Doctor Who is only good if you watch it on black and white telly. And when it was a man, <laughs> the, the Tory hipster only listening to British vinyl. <laughs> One of the best things I've heard, like in the accent, and that's from round here, is um. Are in Asda Killingbeck just up road, and it's not the the place of high society. Let's say uh, the pajama content is eighty percent or above, <laughs> and there's just this this woman storming down the aisle, and she would looked really pissed off. And there was a guy chasing her. What? What? Bacon doesn't taste right if you haven't done it in lard. <laughs> Fucking brilliant! I just love listening to conversations in that place. It's the only reason I go. Can't have bacon anymore. But that's all Danish. Oh, no, I want British bacon. It's lard on bread now. Ah, it's just, uh, it's just toast and chips, isn't it? I mean, this is this is rationing, isn't it? I mean, for, first Johnson was trying to take the country back to seven, pre-75, you know, before the EU. Now we're going to 39 to 45. Wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a lot after 55, but yeah. Yeah, now we're headed back to the 50s. <laughs> Jesus. I can't it's wait. Rationing. I can't wait to paint tea on my legs and put a seam up with eyeliner. Here we yeah. go. That. And <laughs> and make a couple of eggs. Uh, and make a couple of eggs last two weeks. Powdered yeah. egg. Can you imagine Stretch the recipes that the fucking flag nonces are going to put on Twitter? It's like I made this with powdered eggs and four pound yeah. twenty, and it's going to last me sixteen millennia. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I hate people and hate the world, hate this country, and I'm going to leave as soon as I can. Merry Christmas from the Royal yeah. Peacock Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Christmas special. <laughs> Just put some jingle bells under all this. It'll be fine. It's Christmas special, man. Ching, 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 ching. I hate this country. Ching, 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 ching. Fuck it. Ching, ching, ching. I'm leaving. <laughs> So I was I was gonna try and prepare some sort of Christmassy Christmassy stuff, but I didn't I didn't do anything. Um so there we go. This sounds like the Tory government. I was gonna do something. <laughs> the only Christmas Christmas I, I can re- really remember was that Christmas Eve where we, we beat the scum three one. Yes. Ah, mm. uh, them nice days. Three nice one yeah. Yeboa, Brian Dean and Gary McAllister from the spot. Gary McCassidy, yeah. Yep. 
great what Christmas, Christmas that was. That was. was. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't matter what I got for Christmas that year. So yeah. That was the best thing ever. Didn't We're the yeah. only team to ever win on Boxing Day. Because it's the only game <laughs> that's ever been played on Boxing Day. Chris Kamara was born never mind. Christmas Day again. It leads Christmas things. That's why he's called Chris. <laughs> never mind chewing on a, on a two-week-old bit of bacon. We're we're still we're still feasting on Christmas from 1997 or whatever it was. <laughs> That's how you do it. Nostalgia is not what it used to be, though, is it? Let's be fair. Well, you couldn't be nostalgic back then, could you? No, no, it even allowed. Now you get thrown in jail for being nostalgic. Thrown in jail mm. just for even mm. mentioning nostalgia. Yeah, uh, and abused on Twitter by the Twitter kids. Oh God, crime on. Yeah, boomer. <laughs> Reassured. <sighs> well, I do have one segment, one new segment. Is that Are you ready for this? Fruit because that's all you got left because we can't import it anymore. Oh, no, it's, that's a three-year-old Terry's chocolate orange. Cancer's <laughs> fruit, right? Other chocolate oranges are available. You know, like Fred's and Brian's, <laughs> just tell you. Are they? so a long time ago i used to do a top 10 on my little radio show and so i thought i would bring it back and so this is the top 10 from the subreddit soccer so our soccer it's the post-match thread comments from the manchester united leeds game right okay So, drumroll, please. Number 10. They're definitely one of the funnest teams to watch. Terrible defence and constant attacking leads to some exciting games. Number 9. No defending, just vibes. And number 8. To be fair to Leeds, I cannot last 60 seconds either. Number 7. That could have been a 20-goal game. Easily the most entertaining game in recent memory. At 6. Last time a Bielsa team conceded 6, Ultras turned up at his door. He responded by threatening them with a grenade. At five, eight goals, and the score was as modest as it possibly could have been. Number four, that was a tough pill to swallow. Deserved our hammering. We will learn absolutely nothing from it. (laughs) And frankly, I don't mind. We go again. At three, this sub is full of absolute reactionary twats that know very little about football. Number two, they protect, they attack, they horrendous at the back. <laughs> and the top comment on uh, subreddit soccer's post-match thread comments from the Manchester United Leeds game. It was admirable. Fighting on like a three-legged, coked-up chihuahua against a pack of wolves. <laughs> That's just Johnny Alioski's a coked-up chihuahua. <laughs> He's definitely the spirit animal. Yeah, you know? he is, yeah. <laughs> I like that protect attack, but terrible at the back. I'm going to make a meme for that when I'm back on Twitter, when I'm allowed my account. <laughs> In the meantime, follow him at shitbatcher says. No, that's somebody who's taking a piss. I don't know who that guy is. He's just... Oh, really? <laughs> the thing is, I thought I'd keep it as like a like an incognito account. Yeah. Mm. But I then just get into fucking fights with people about vaccines. So it's obvious mm. who it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> I educated a guy fully last night on how the vaccine works. And I thought I've done a decent job here of explaining how it works. And I thought he'll take a lot from this. You know, he'll realize that he's wrong and he'll move on from it. No, he just deleted all his tweets and kept going. So, yeah, there's no hope for some people. We're all going to die. That makes him <laughs> dead. <laughs> Thing. There's, a, there's another death. There's <laughs> the R8 has increased to 2.7. <laughs> you're, a, you're a master of disguise, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, so. Absolutely. And the other thing is, I think you've got too much faith in people. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to, I don't think anybody anybody's mind can be changed. There, are, there have been like odd times, and especially myself, I've, I've had my mind changed by talking to people and learning more. So I think everybody's, if this idiot can do it, everybody can. But some are just so tribal and like, mm. like the support of the Tories, like the Leeds United. It's, mm. it's weird. 
it's so weird. And then I just try to explain in a really dispassionate way of like, look, this is it. And this is what you need to do. And then I get called stuff like wet lettuce and all right. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't, I don't know. Same it's, with snowflake. What's that all about? Well, wet lettuce, you can't even get anymore. So it means I'm exotic. So that's <laughs> decent. Uh, snowflake melts easily, I guess. But, you know, at least I'm individual. Don't you um, just put, <laughs> don't you just put water on a on a bit of lettuce and then it's wet? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Or it might, it might. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. I was supposed yeah. to wash your lettuce anyway. Aren't yeah. Anyway, snowflakes they they're frozen, aren't they? I mean, it's 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 frozen like frozen in time or something. Seems more like a, 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 the sort of thing a dinosaur would say, rather than um, I don't understand why it's being used for. You know, social social justice warriors, or whatever. Yeah, the thing is, if there's enough snowflakes, we'll fuck up your onward travel. So, you know, trains won't run. You can't get on your bus. So, you know, snowflakes are powerful when we're all together. I don't know. They cause it. an avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just talk about Gary Neville and how uncomfortable oh, he's making me feel as a Leeds fan? Certainly, King Rat. Yeah, King yes. Rat. He, is, but he fucking loves us and hates Man United seemingly as well. It's brilliant. The king of the brother's rat, Mr. Gary Neville. He does look like a rat, doesn't he? Yeah, he, does. he does. He does. Yeah. He's talking a bit of sense, um, and he has been talking sense for a while, and mm. it has made me a little uncomfortable not being able to hate him yeah. in the way that I used to. I mean, I'm not, I'm not bound to the feeling of hate necessarily. Like, you know, if, if Stan Collimore came out and said, look, beating up women is wrong, it's there's no two ways about it it's wrong i shouldn't have done it nobody should do it did he say that did he come out with the big thing like that i don't think he did he just went not really just just went dogging and and wife beating some more but neville yeah he seems fine yeah and i hate that i absolutely hate it because i want to hate him (laughs) because i hated Mm. him as a player but as a pundit Mm. even when he's not talking about leads he's always measured and like Sometimes I don't agree with him, but he makes his point really well. So he's not a real. Mm. Compare him to Keith, Keith Andrews. Like it's, it's night and day. Bastard. Keith Andrews never made sense with any team that he was talking about, but Gary Neville does, and Cara to some extent. I think he is his bias shows a lot more than uh, Gary Neville's does. But they're both decent pundits. I mean, I I didn't. I guess I didn't know too much about what was happening because I was only a kid. But I, I used to really like Danny Mills. You know. I did actually think he was fucking brilliant. I mean, not, not, not as good as Gary Kelly, obviously, but we used to sing it and he thundered in some goals every now and then. And he did some sort of interesting runs or let's say passion inducing runs down the right, down the right wing from time to time where his head seemed to not move and the whole, the rest of his body, the rest of his body's arms and legs everywhere and his head's just staying completely still like a chicken you know when you move you move a chicken and its head stays <clears throat> but um and i used to hate gary neville and now it's come full circle <laughs> yeah, yeah. i just wish danny mills would shut the fuck up yeah. and you know let gary neville talk a bit more because you know and especially now he's he's been very complimentary of leeds isn't he yeah. like during the game he totally forgot that he played in the fa cup game that we beat them yeah, and then when he was reminded, oh yeah, that was a retirement game. I had plenty of those that season. He's <laughs> quite happy about how shit he was at last season. Even Roy Keane was complimentary. Mm. Yeah, and, that, yeah. and I hated that him. Pained him, didn't it? As Between well. him and uh, Mark Hughes, were, were the two that I hated most mm. out of that team. And for him to be complimentary was just like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Keane in the in the I think it was the match before before ours. It must have been yeah the Brighton match. He was talking about the. The Sheffield United red card, and he just cannot let go of that injury that he suffered when he tried to foul Harland and missed yeah. him and fucked himself up. He, he he cannot let go of that. Still, still claims he was fouled. There was one point where Martin Tyler was saying that Leeds must be everybody's second team, second favorite team or whatever, and uh, Gary did say, "Yeah, maybe, but wait until they get their fans back." <laughs> He's right, though. He's right. I think. I think there is a there is undoubtedly a missing element in all of this. Yeah. You know, would would the likes of Neville and Keane be so complimentary about Leeds if we were there? No. <laughs> no. 
There'll be things <laughs> sung about them, their wives, their pets. And yeah, they won't be so complimentary then, would they? No. <laughs> we're the best beer supporters in the land though we are the best beer supporters in the land when we win yeah the right bunch of bastards when we lose so as long as we Mm. keep winning we're fine yeah they should just let us win yeah you know just keep everything quiet it's good for the good of the country it's fine we don't ask much no just a 1-0 a scrappy 1-0 every game yeah, or a seven-two. Yeah, 7-2. according to Stan Collymore. <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah. that'd be anything. fine as well. Yeah, could you imagine if it was all in one game and Leeds one hundred, United <laughs> thirty? Oh no, you can't forgive that. They still conceded thirty goals. Can't have you just giving thirty back? It's outrageous. Thing is, he'll hear that result on somebody's car radio when they've the window <laughs> down to let them watch him shagging. <laughs> so <laughs> between the moans. Hang on, and, uh, hang on, what was that? The, just, what was the, that result? Did you hear that? Just can you get off for a minute? What was that result? Do you want uh, the, the, the please don't hit me again, Stan. I'll do whatever you want. Between the cry. This is all alleged, by the way. All alleged. Hmm. Got some hot takes. These aren't alleged. These are actual, actual things that have happened. Spicy hot takes. Spicy, muy caliente. Let's, let's, start, with, let's start with Sam Jordan. So he's had uh, some opinions this week and he's been talking to TalkSport. Um, just a couple of quotes. He doesn't bow at the Temple of Bielsa like all these other managers seem to do. Well, not where he was a manager, to be, to be sure. Um, I don't see that result as a surprise last night. Brendan Rodgers is an elite manager. Marcel Bielsa, Bielsa isn't. Yeah, Rodgers is better. And uh, Leeds United aren't they good, apparently. That's what Simon said. Thanks, not Simon. elite. Bielsa's not elite. No. Someone should, tell, someone should t- really tell the inform the nation of Chile. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah. he, he wasn't in the, that top three managers in the world. You know. No, no. Brendan Rodgers was a close fourth. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this is a man who's employed Sam Allardyce in his past, Alan Pardew, and his, uh, some of his guys he's employed. It's almost like being contrary is attractive to talk spot, and they will give you the air to give you contrary reviews because it will allow engagement on their social media platforms. If you're on there just agreeing with the, you know, the mainstream, you're not going to get them calls and you're not going to get the clicks. So it's just like, get somebody who's got a batshit opinion. It's going to be fantastic. Mm. I know. It's I mean, we've, I can't help myself. Yeah. We've had tales myself. of, of making up reviews, you know, just writing phony reviews for, for your own business's products. Yeah. And this is the equivalent, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Talk sport, they just get one of their interns. Now you're this week you're Barry, you know, <laughs> and you're you're a Chelsea fan and you want Lampard out. Yeah, say that. And as, as you're saying that, there was a guy who phoned in, he was a scouser, um, who referred refer to Man United as United, um, not scum, so obviously he's not a Leeds fan, but he says he uses quite a long one as well, so bear with me. Um we can't defend set pieces. Sorry, stop, stop, acting. We can't defend set pieces, we can't finish. Bamford has scored goals, but how many chances does this man need in front of him before he actually finishes one? Uh, People say Bamford, he's scored so many goals this season, but he misses about five chances before he scores the first one. Pretty sure that's not the case this season. No, no idea. No, I feel if we leave Bielsa in charge, we're going to go down playing this style of football. We can't go down. It took us 16 years to get back to the Premier League. We cannot afford to go down. I've seen managers sacked for less. I called for this after we got hammered the other week. Not sure what the Palace game, maybe for Leicester. That's not a Leeds fan. No, not at all. Uh, don't get me wrong, we had a good win last week, but Newcastle are not exactly well beat as are they. I think it's time for him to go. Um, there are other managers out there who could stabilise his team and sort the defence out. Uh, it's just a joke. Thanks for the memories, Marcelo, but it's time for for a change. I'd get Rafa Benitez in or someone like that because we've missed out on Big Sam. See, some some of these people, <laughs> some of these people can vote. <laughs> That's the issue. It's not means tested. So there needs to be means testing if you want to be a politician, and there needs to be definitely means testing if you want to vote. We've missed out you... on Big Sam. Yeah. yeah. Freddie Canute made a former West Ham striker. I can't believe you really uh, agree with that. Uh, if you really love football and you wish to replace Bielsa with, with all due respect, these old school dinosaur cagey boring managers. 
I mean, people have been locked up for less, haven't they? They've been locked up <laughs> for less than this shit. You know, yeah. you're mentally unstable. You, you know, you need to you need to get in touch with reality. That's exactly it. That's what you said before. They've just given some quotes to say. Go and read. Go and find him. Say you're a Leeds fan. Yes, you know, get it'd be re- you know, I know you've got your opinion and stuff, but it'd be really good if you could have said Captain Tom's a bit of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just for a bit of balance, this is quite a nice hot take. I like the ironic ones. Uh, this is from a guy on Twitter responding to the XG philosophy's chart of the expected points so far, because we're one point off where we should be. Uh, he's just tweeted, one point less than actual hashtag BR throughout. <laughs> the, the thing is, right, when I when we were all young, you know, there was like there was one crazy old man or crazy old lady down the street or whatever. And you know, your parents would be like, don't talk to them. You know, they don't know what they're on about, you know, or whatever. Just stay clear of them. But now, because of the internet, <laughs> there's fucking millions of these batshit crazy cunts and they're all banding together. <laughs> and this is the problem. <laughs> and then and then the stupid people who don't know any better f- follow along with exactly what they they've got to say and these people they think that they they're privy to some <laughs> magic knowledge you know oh, you don't know about it but i do you know no it's just this batshit crazy people there's fucking millions of them and now they've all got access to twitter and a platform fucking hell it's like that guy up in gateshead that is convinced that the antennas on streetlights are 5G weapons. And the followers he's got for that is exactly... He is clearly mentally ill. Come at me, sue me, I don't care. Um, and he's got followers. And he's like, I'm telling you now... I can't even do an accent like that. Uh, but he's telling you now it's a 5G-focused weapon. And it's not. It's clearly not. It's a little bit of printed circuit board. You can look up the patent. You can see what power goes. And it goes, see that globular glue? That's a lens. It's like... Fuck off. But the like you say with that, because people who don't know better, they just defer mm. to his um his credentials. He says that he's a weapons expert, and they're like, Oh, well, you know, this guy is he's absolutely right. He's saying what we're all thinking. They're just trying to kill us, causes COVID, blah blah blah. It won't have to do with bats. Where's my cucumbers in December? <laughs> is it is it dyslexia where you where you switch the words around or is that letters? Uh, letters, yeah. Anyway, he's not a weapons expert. He's an expert weapon. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> he is a proper spoon. They'd lock, see. There was at one point they would lock these people up in in a in a in a, in a care home, and and uh, let's. I, I'll admit the treatment wasn't very good. You know, they they electric electrocute them. The Rory you know? Peacock does I'm, not condone. I'm not in for that. Mentally ill people. No, I'm not in for that. I'm not in for that. But then there was this movement about caring the community, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. And that's when you got the sort of the the the, the mentally ill people. Um, so they've got a health issue. Um, you've got them, you know, sitting on a park bench screaming at themselves. You know, I don't think that's good either. But now we've we've got to a point where they're now on the internet screaming at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and this is really not good. You know, this is one of the reasons why Brexit happened in the first place because of wild conspiracies and people who who follow them and, and give them a platform. It's ridiculous. At some point, you've got to say, no, free speech isn't for everyone. You fucking crazy <laughs> bastard. I don't know At it's... least just take their social profiles off them, you know? It's not free speech. I mean, free speech is allowed, and they can say whatever they want, but it should be okay to call these people cunts. And that's all yeah, I, all I want. As soon as I am in power, I will lobby Twitter to allow the C word. Uh, no, I think it, rebuttal is important with this stuff, but the problem with that is, is that you will, it's just pigeon chess. Everybody tells me it's pigeon chess all the time, but I get down the garden path arguing with these idiots. And it's a pigeon will knock all the pieces off the board and shit on the board and strut around like he's won anyway. And that's exactly what mm. happens with these. But it's seen as a a, a legitimate way of debating. It's to yeah. just build straw man after straw man after straw man. But you don't wear a mask. 
Well, what was that about? Um, yeah, and you've got to. This is the problem: is that everybody's opinion is seemed as 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 equal now. It's like, oh, you're entitled to your opinion. It's like this whole balance thing with the BBC. It's like here's somebody who is against kicking puppies, but for balance, we've got this puppy kicker that will tell us everything that that he's good about kicking puppies, and yeah, that we need to lose that whole idea of balance. There is right and wrong in some things. There is nuance and there is grey areas in others. Allow the balance there, but mm-hmm. when it's it's kicking puppies, maybe not. No, that should be fairly one-sided. Yeah, there's a there's a moral responsibility from from authority, isn't there? Yeah, to to kind of keep a hold of the situation, and instead of creating chaos and then ruling by order that comes from that, mm. but just I, create some kind of moral order. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice that you know, to have a moral compass as a, as a country. But I think what also drives it as well is the whole social media want for engagement. So what media outlets mm. do now is they will ask a question that is um, something that has got a right answer. So they'll show, because I'm a cyclist and I'm really sensitive this, to this stuff, so I'm sure I'll get added for this. But you'll see like a, a video of a van driver absolutely swerving into a cyclist, knocking him off and breaking both his legs. And the question that the media will put on is, was the van driver in the wrong? And he clearly was, but in the argument, in the comments, you'll have people siding with the van driver. And it's because they just create that divide and they create that whole vacuum of, oh, well, you know, there is a chance that he could have been right. And on every subject, every media source will do that. And it's created this whole, like, you've either got to be on one side of the fence and shout at the other side of the fence. You can't sit on the fence and be like, well, actually... It could be part of this, could be part of that. No, you've got to pick your side and shout as loud as you can. Yeah. And that's exactly where it feels like it's it's gone too far one way now. Yeah. It yeah, feels like it's gone way too far that, that way. And 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 it and it felt feels like to me, it's like we've never had a proper moral compass apart from religion. And even then, I mean, how much of a moral compass is that when the the priests are fucking kids? You know? Yeah. I mean so, <clears throat> Yeah, that's what that we've sold it. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Get a moral going, compass. I'm not going back to religion, mate. Sorry, I've done Catholicism. No. I'm not doing it again. No, so. it's no, it's when I say needs to be a when I say way, I've done it? Catholicism. <laughs> I, completed it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, completed. <laughs> yeah, completed it, mate. <laughs> I've seen a couple of uh, transfer rumors. If you want to indulge some uh, some transfer gossip. Uh, Let's about talk Traore. about Leeds. Yeah, seen that one. <laughs> Adama Traore. Apparently, we're planning a key sweep because of the relationship that we uh, Victor Orta has with Traore from his days at Middlesbrough. Said one, Danny Mills. Yeah. <laughs> this is from the uh, the Express. Apparently, so yeah. It doesn't have that song when he sat in row Z and the ball at your head. That's Traore. <laughs> yeah, I've always maintained he has no end product at all. He can just run fast, but then, as we saw, he got knocked off the ball by Stuart Dallas. So. Oh, here we go. Another Hadi Sacco. Show muscles. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't particularly want him. And also, we've been linked with uh, Chelsea defender Tamori, um, who could be quite good. He's quick, strong, good in the air, centre back. But we've already got four of them at the club. Just need to be fit. Yeah, that's it. When they're all fit, it's like, <laughs> uh, are you a centre back? Are you a centre back? Oh, fuck. Can't get on the coach. Too many. Yeah. So yeah, that's any the main rumors. Any truth in these rumors, or I mean, what are the sources? Did it come from Phil? One's from the Express, and one is from uh, Football Fancast, which is a website um, which spouts nonsense. What looks? It's going to just yeah. look on the who is. Yeah. Okay. Completely. Uh, completely <laughs> bullshit. Then. By Daniel Mills. <laughs> <laughs> Leeds exclusive Marcelo Bielsa tip to sign pasty Premier League centre back in January. Yeah, that's, a, that's what. And they don't know anything about his transfers because it wouldn't be Bielsa that signs him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Alta, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. nonsense. No, they, it is nonsense. And when, as far as I know, we're not planning to get a centre back. No, Angus has always said expected really quiet January, and they'll only yeah. move if they need to, like they did with Forshaw or that other bloke we saw. I kind of also said Rodrigo de Paul though in January. Uh, for, from like as soon as the clock goes midnight in, on thirty first, I'll be tweeting Phil asking him <laughs> any Rodrigo de Paul news. It it depends. We can ask him on the thirtieth. Yeah. He'll yeah. be on for the 
That's <laughs> give you uh, expect a tweet special. from me. Expect a tweet from me. <laughs> one minute past midnight asking about Rodrigo de Paul. <laughs> um, it. I think that all depends on whether the bozos are going to um, sell him to us. Yeah. But yeah. Bielsa said that um, Berardi will be back in February. So there's no need to buy a centre-back. Oh, my God. Gitano Berardi in the Premier League. What a dream that has been. My, I wish he would have been there for that game against Manu. Oh, my God. He would have killed Matomane. No way would he walk through that defence. <laughs> Not twice, at to least. Scotland. <laughs> I was expecting Calvin Phillips to get sent off in the scum game. Didn't yeah, I had a quid on it. I had my bets, Calvin. <laughs> mm. yeah. there, was, there was a lack of yellow cards. It was a bit disappointing from that side. Like they, they talked it up quite a bit about it being this big big rivalry game and it didn't ever seem to kind of descend into that. Just... Yeah, no, but I, I think a big thing about that is the fans. I think when you get the, the wind of the fans at your back, then I think you're going to be more aggressive. Probably. Mm. Especially Ellen Road. Yeah. I can see Calvin getting sent off <laughs> at Ellen Road, especially if this fan's back. Oh, yeah. Can the city of Leeds not just import a bunch of... Um, no. Vaccines? <laughs> no. Oh, nothing can be imported. Borders are shut, mate. We're fucked. How do we, uh, how do we wrap up this um, Christmas special? Uh, you're asking the wrong guy about Christmas. Um, but uh... Wrap up this Christmas podcast with saying we're going to beat Burnley, obviously. I mean, Chris Wood isn't going to dominate us from corners. Right, yes. Burnley. <laughs> Good point. On the 27th, Chris Wood and Charlie Taylor, the return. <clears throat> the day after Boxing Day. Yeah, it's weird not playing on Boxing Day. Why is it 27th? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's a weird, weird year, isn't it? Weird season. But TV in it. Speaking of ex-players that won't mind coming back, I won't mind Charlie Taylor back. Mm. He can he can cross a ball, and he could probably teach our more expensive players how to cross a ball. Leaf Davis looked good when he, he came on. I thought. Yeah, apparently he's got a highlight reel. I haven't seen yet, but yeah, he looked he looked solid. I, I saw people slagging mm. him off as well, which I don't understand. Really? Yeah, I think well, he, he was, was more... playing centre back at one point with yeah. strike. It's like fucking hell, he's got kids. Just yeah. centre back, and Lee Davis about five foot four yeah. as well. Bless it. Yeah. Do you not think he's a bit young to be getting slagged off? I mean, <laughs> these people who are slagging him off—what the fuck were they doing when they when they were his age? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, imagine these people ten years younger going to a play school. <laughs> fucking get off that slide, <laughs> no bad. Fucking wrong. You shit. That's what you fuck it off. <laughs> Holy shit! You when you swing in, <laughs> shit. When you swing in. Yeah. <laughs> You call that height on your swing? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. He don't know what he's doing. He shits himself. Yeah, he's 18 months old. He's not an happy shit. Oh, God. Yeah, what, they, what they expect from these kids at the, the very top level against some of the world's best players is it's a little bit unrealistic. Uh, I did see lots of people saying, is it time for Kiko? No, it's never no, the time for Kiko. Not, there's no Kiko time. No, no Melio's doing fine. He might have the six, but they're not really his fault. There's only one goal in them six that were his fault. He could have done better with a Dan James one for me. Yeah, he could have come out, I think. Yeah. The rest, it's nice. Mm. And no, no. if it was Kiko, it would have been... <laughs> it would have been, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would have been double figures. Almost so... I just love... I, lo- I absolutely love this uh, image that you've got of these football hooligans heckling little kids. <laughs> You're just a preschool shit, bastard! <laughs> <laughs> you're only here to eat your rusks you're, yeah. only- <laughs> you're only here to shit your pants hey mate I shagged your mum shagged your mum dad dad go home <laughs> who ate all the rusks who ate all the rusks <laughs> uh, I, I do remember seeing that Kiko Sweet, and I think I responded to because six wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, you wanted more of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that madman, fucking hell. Fair enough, he wouldn't he wouldn't have a problem with coming out. But the problem is stopping once he'd come out oh, and being extremely racist. That's also the the other problem. He would have come out to run past Dan James, let him score an open goal. It would have been easier for him, if anything. <laughs> 
So it looks like Cooper's going to be out and Lorente's back in training, but it's going to be a, a struggle for Burnley. So who's going to play centre-back? Pascal Stroik and Luke Ayling. Yikes. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind um, someone like Creswell being chucked in at the deep end. Yeah, why not? Really? I mean, he's a big lad. He can at least go toe to toe with Chris Wood, maybe in the air at least. On a ladder. He <laughs> he looked all right. He, I mean, he powered in that that header against Fulham. I thought having a bit of that that looks good. Headers. He see should have seen the. Did you see it? Did you see the way he ran in there? He ran in there aggressively. And smash the ball in with his head from a corner. I think what you're advocating there, Adonis, is uh, get the kids in. Yeah. A little bit. The next step is Eddie Gray. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't mind Eddie Gray. If 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 Eddie was able to talk without saying the word or the phrase, you know. know, The boy. I I tell you, Adonis, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think. He would also he he would be quite he would be a lot more bearable to listen to, not that I can talk, or and and he'd also get a lot more words out. Yeah, he would. Yeah. <laughs> just get rid of those, your nose and the boy, and there's plenty more room for us. No, that doesn't happen in Scottish families. No, it's peppered with you know, and tell you right, listen, you listen. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing him as a dribbling coach though. He was pretty good at that. You're not talking about his age, are you? That's that's really you know, <laughs> Christmas as well. <laughs> oh god! I tell you, right? Listen, you zip it up before it comes out, because otherwise, like <laughs> it goes on you, flap, you know. That's why you wear dark trousers. Listen, I tell you, you know. Sorry, Eddie. You're an absolute legend, but I just, yeah, sorry. Mm. I will. So that the 23 team, there's some good players in there. Do you think surely Crawley's the time we see some of them? Bill Hart? Maybe yeah, I, I reckon Crawley's a good time to see these see these lads out. Because if you think about previous FA Cup, so when we've actually played the kids and we've got absolutely spanked. I think terrible kids, isn't they? I think the under-23s are probably better than our first team at the minute. I'm telling you, Greenwood is going to be the next Cristiano Ronaldo and Gelhart is going to be the next Lionel Messi. <laughs> and and we're going to have the answer to the question, what would happen if Ronaldo, Ronaldo and Messi played on the same team together? And we're going to absolutely dominate Europe. We have actually got some promise in his under-23s. I mean, I mean, we've always sought that, I think, but this time I think we have bought really well in you know that, that sort of area. So, yeah. You got to see. It helps to have someone like Pablo there as well, and even Costa and Roberts are seasoned first team players that helping out those kids. You never know, but the most important signing we've ever made could be Victor Orta. And you wouldn't have thought that in the first season, would you? <laughs> no, not after Jay Roy. Yeah, Jay Roy? He's back in his soon. That's what Did we should he bring... do. Bring Grot back, convert him to centre back, sorted. Done. Hmm. Speaking of Chris Wood and Burnley, it was it was because of Chris Wood's money, wasn't it, that we got Kalabeki van? No, I don't think we spent the Wood money yet. If you speak to anybody, it's like, what happened to the Wood money? <laughs> we're still, we're still like, no, sorry, the Woods money. <laughs> Chris um, Woods. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah, Chris yeah. Woods. Chris yeah, Woods. No, yeah. not spent it. Trust yeah, it, it, I, think, I think it was. It went, up, it? went up Chilino's nose, yeah. most of it. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. I like the Eki van. Is that wrong? He's done all right for himself, hasn't he, since he's been? Yeah, it was a nice bloke. And like he, he saw flashes of being a really good player until he was injured in every game. It's like, it's a it's sure promise, like, ah, oh, this, this Ekiban's going to be great. Oh, he's on the floor. <laughs> he's he looked for it. falling out again. He seemed very sensitive, like far too sensitive. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Bamford's got this thing about him that I think sometimes the crowd getting on his back does affect him a little bit. Mm. But at the end of the day, he just says kind of, fuck off you know yeah. I'll play my violin and don't give a fuck you know whereas Caleb he he looked like it, it affected him too much like it was a bit too sensitive for really? the northern mm-hmm. crowd <laughs> you miss you miss you miss seven one-on-ones in a row and then they get on your back yeah that's fair yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
I did want him to do well though. He was Ghanaian as well, wasn't he? Yeah. I was so I was Yeboah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I drew those parallels almost immediately. <laughs> My brain is like fucking lightning, you know. <laughs> I tell you, it's like a, a young Tony Yeboah. I love that. The lazy young insert player here, if they bear mm. any sort of resemblance to them whatsoever. Mm. <laughs> mm. He's like a young Caleb Ekiban. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, let's wrap this one up then. Um, so any further announcements? We've got, we got Phil Hay coming up in our New Year's special. And that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. We've got more games than hot dinners. Yeah, and I just hope that we get some points from them. Uh, and West Brom is more important than Burnley for me, just because I don't want to read the whole rhetoric of West Brom out managering us. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's it for Speaking me. Speaking of hot dinners, what's on the menu for Christmas, lads? All the meats. Turkey, <laughs> gammon and beef in my house. Well, I've got oh, a wow. loaf of bread. <laughs> okay, yeah. And some it's gonna butter. Last you. All right. And a toast. Two weeks worth. Steady on there, Alex. I, I didn't want to know the two weeks worth, just the just the one meal. Just I'm pushing the boat out with a toaster though. I can't leave you house till the twenty eighth. I'll send you a food package I've already. <laughs> <laughs> I bought You've a got food to get and now I'm not down, I can't go around. Uh, no one can around to my house. Four, so no, I am, I'm going to my brother's for Christmas dinner. We're, we're actually risking the coronavirus thing, but we've all had it. Um, so it's not too bad. Um, yeah, so it'll, it'll be a much better dinner than I can cook. So, How many hours do you have to pedal on the, the, the gym bike that's connected to your generator to power the toaster? Somebody actually did this, and you've got to generate 100 watts for, I think it's something like, 15 minutes or something like that somebody just about did it toasted like a, a, a slice of bread and it was a, a, like a proper elite athlete I would not be able to do it doesn't seem worth it just start a fire somewhere I have to change down coming up York Road that was bad enough for me <laughs> well this Christmas we have raised over £3,500 we've given over 300 toys to, to children in the in the Ellis 11 area I think we deserve a very self congratulatory Pat on the back, and thank you very, very much to all of the uh, <laughs> all of the people who donated, volunteered, and and helped us helped us do that. Yeah, and that's that's the good. You know, when I said earlier that I hate people, it's stuff like that. That uh, <laughs> okay, a serious point. <laughs> you know, it is it's that sort of thing that gives you faith in humanity almost, and it you know that people get together, they donate money, donate time, or donate their expertise, and that's exactly what we want. And that's the way we'll get out of this, and it's the thing that'll keep me in this country and not fleeing fleeing to Canada or someplace. Mm. So, the good old British spirit. <laughs> yeah, with us turnips <laughs> for Christmas, wrapped in newspaper. <laughs> Yeah. And the stiff upper lip. Yeah. yeah. But at least it's not Christmas in the trenches, 1914. How many memes have you seen about oh, that? Hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least they play football. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were better years. I'm not allowed out. They're outside at least. <laughs> right here. So wherever you are, uh, have a wonderful Merry Christmas for us. You've got through. 2020 and you deserve it mm. that was the roaring peacock christmas special um filled with positives and uh, <laughs> other stuff the, the spirit of christmas <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> my name is adonis and it's a very goodbye from me and a very merry christmas and it's a very goodbye and a very merry christmas from ross Goodbye, Merry Christmas. And it's a very goodbye and a very Merry Christmas from Alex. It's just a goodbye. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back on Twitter on Christmas Eve. You're all getting it. You're all coming for you. <laughs> and now, to play us out, a very special guest, Mickey P. Kerr. Hello, Leeds fans and anybody watching this video. My name's Mickey. I'm the one that does the singing on this stuff. 
And I'm doing it for Forget-Me-Not Children's Hospice. They are an incredible hospice. They are really struggling right now, as many businesses and individuals are. Uh, if you watch this song on YouTube or wherever you're watching it or listen, it will do nothing for the hospice. You will need to donate some money if you want to make a difference. I've put five songs. You can pay what you want. And I'm proud of them, actually. I hope you love them. And if you, we'll put the link up on here. It's on my Twitter profile as well if you go there mickey p kerr uh and let's try and raise as much money as we can uh we've done okay so far but so much more is needed and thanks for your time and thanks for watching cheers
Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie, Ewan and Howard, Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many-